Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. And when you thought it couldn't get any better, he makes it better even in that. Welcome to PIM Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. J. And again, it is, it is a privilege and a pleasure to be able to come your way and share with you something that we, my wife, our partners in PIM, feel as though would make a difference in your life. We've had the experiences we are sharing our testimonies with you. Now, before I get into part two of expressing gratitude, please follow us on every form of social media. Make sure you go to our website, partnersinmarriage.com, and subscribe to what we're doing there. Read some of the information, and of course, invite our team to come to your area to do a workshop. We do an all-day workshop. It's really about six hours of training on what we call the 21-day love journey. We got times we can come in for an hour with a team of people and just talk with you about what we call the generator and the battery uh, of marriage. Some good things. So get on there and give us a call, text us, call us, write us, email us, and we'll get to set up something with you, okay? Now, the first, what we talked about the last time was Five, the first five of the 10 ways we talk about in expressing gratitude. Now, before I get into what we're going to do in the last five, I want to share this with you. You can't express gratitude without it being vocal, visible. It has to have intentionality behind it, and it must have purpose. Now, when I say visible, I mean it, it shows Gratitude ought to show in your eyes, your smile, your body language. There should, there should be a visible sign vocally. Use your breath to express to your partner your gratitude for them. And when you say thank you, look at them. I've watched too often people pass something to the other person. And when they did, they looked the other way as they were passing it to them as if the person was not that important to them. The, the sign of a person being feeling that they are more important than someone else. One of the body languages is handing them something without looking at their hand when you hand it to them or looking at them. Looking away and handing it to them is as if you don't matter. Something else is more important. We should never do that to our spouse. And then, of course, purpose. Purposeful. It must be full of purpose. You're not uh, using this as an opportunity to set up yourself for something you want. You're doing it because you want this relationship not just to last, but to be happy and to be full. Happiness is a choice, and it takes work to get it going. Now, you got it? Vocal, visible, intentional, and with purpose. Now, we're going to number six. Number six. This is something I should not have to say, but we have to. You need to remember those special occasions. There are special occasions that uh, you should remember them, and then you should celebrate them. When we say special occasion, you know the birthdays, the anniversaries, uh, even those the, the day when you met or the place that you met. And you want to say, let's go back to our old-time favorite restaurant. Remember this day? Put those things down in your book and remember them. Do something special. And please... Don't make it an elaborate situation. Make it simple like it was when you didn't have anything. Bring it back to that point. Let it become a, a, a flower that you got out the yard and not three dozen of roses that you bought from some other place. Let me break that down. 
Let it be simple. Let it bring back memories instead of showing where you are now trying to, to put some kind of memorial or monument on what happened that day. Bring her back. Bring him back to that place. How important he was to you at that time or she is to you. That's why you should remember those special occasions. Now, I shouldn't have to remind you about birthdays and uh, anniversaries and so on. But believe it or not, I just finished a conversation with someone who'd been married for decades. And their spouse did nothing for their birthday. You know, it's, it's amazing. And to me, when you are both Christians, really? Come on, body of Christ. Can this be who we are now that we cannot even remember how important it is to serve others when that person you are living with is a child of God? And if you are a child of God, please carry yourself as a child of God. Got to move on. Number seven, there's a clock. Make an effort. Make an effort to be romantic. Now, romanticism, by definition, has nothing to do with intercourse, sexual uh, contact. It is really the way that you look at each other, the touch, the hand-holding, the fist bumps, the words that you say about how much you appreciate how their hair looks or the color, that you look good in that color. Those are the kinds of things. Again, keep it simple. K-I-S-S, keep it simple, saints. Don't go too deep with it. And that way, it's always easy to build a relationship doing those things. Because if you ever start out, as my father told us when, we got, when I got married, start out like you can hold out. Start out with something small. Work your way up. Don't try to get deep now. Don't try to go out there and buy the biggest diamond uh, in the, on the first wedding anniversary. <laughs> Take your time. Build your way up. Okay? Remember, that's what we're going to do. Build our way to that point. And number eight, ask them about their day. This is so important. Ask them, how was your day? And, don't, and do it with wanting to know an answer. And if they just give you a little short, well, it was okay. What do you mean okay? Find out what okay means. Now, if they are in that position where you, can, you understand they're not feeling that great, but Ask them about their day. And if they are saying it's okay, well, is there something I can pray about? Is there something I can do to help you to make it better? Or at least we can end it with on a positive note, you and I. Try to make their day better. So that when they come home, there's no confrontation at home. They are glad to come in to see you. And that's important. Okay? Moving right along. Number nine. And this goes in with what we just said, uh, number eight. Consider their feelings. You know, sometimes people are going through some tough places and we don't remember or treat them as if we care about them. Consider their feelings, uh, the way they've been treated, raised, uh, different things that's going on in their lives at that time or throughout. And you pick up pieces. You start to pick up pieces of what happened. You may not know it all, even though you know the person fairly well. You're learning each other. And then you start to see a pattern and you can start to address it, talk about it, uh, adapt to it or find what you want to do in changing it. But consider their feelings, especially if they're the kind of people that are non-confrontational. Don't 
Make sure that you're, you're not as aggressive as someone who is could handle that. Consider their feelings and give them a chance to grow out of it or decide if you're going to continue this the way it's going. And number 10, say where you are going. Uh, stay on the radar. You know what I mean by that? Stay on the radar. Sometimes the people, we get too busy doing too many things. And what happens is we lose our place in our relationship. The clock on the wall says I got to go. I mean, it really does. But I want you to make sure you stay on the radar. Uh, and let your friends know. Let your partner know. Let your your, your ace boom coon know where you're going. Uh, you'll be surprised what it may mean when you tell them how important they are to you and let them know. Okay? Guys, love sharing with you. It's always great. And remember, marriage is not a destination. It is a journey of love.